Welcome to Why Do You Like This? I am Jackson. And I am Jamie. And we have such sights to show you. Excellent. Welcome. I was really expecting something bigger with the way that you like upsold that, <laughs> but I wasn't mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want you to fuck it up. <laughs> Very possible and likely. <laughs> um, I say next time you need to feed me lines, <laughs> if that's what you're going with. Uh-huh. Um, anyways. I cut them up. No. Yes. <laughs> baby bird it. <laughs> better cut those lines up for me. <laughs> no, baby bird. <laughs> Ch- cut them up with a laundry card or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> you know. Um, Make it nice. Not not the black Amex. <laughs> no, you have to pay $500 a year for a black you Amex. You looked into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, as someone that will probably never be able to qualify for one of those, mm-hmm. um, I have no idea. <laughs> what? <laughs> That sucks. Anyways, I'm just we, kidding. We all have paths. <laughs> um, anywho. Anywho. We watched Hellraiser. We sure fucking did. 1987, did. Mr. Clive Barker. Yes. Um, it is... You, you can't get it free anywhere. You have to, like, buy or rent it. Yeah. Um, I rent it on, like, Apple TV, but you, whatever yeah. tickles your pickle, really. Yeah. Um, anywho. That show was wild. Yeah, had you had you ever seen Hellraiser? What was your relationship? Because like Pinhead <laughs> is like kind of one of those like iconic like themes. mascots of horror. Yeah, so I I was familiar with that, and uh, then the other whatever the fuck they're called Cinnabites. Thank you. I couldn't think of that. I was gonna call them Cinnabuns, but that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was stuck with Cinnabun and Centurion, and I knew neither of those were quite right. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so I've seen that one. The guy with no teeth and like the Chatterer. weird. Yeah, no, no, that one has teeth. The oh. one with no teeth with the weird, like, Patrick Star head. Oh. With, like, that kind of looks like a dick with a lot of foreskin. The chubby? Yeah, guy? the chubby one. Yeah, with, like, the weird sunglasses? Yeah, that guy. Okay. Um, honestly, he looks like cool Patrick, but yeah. with, again, like, more, like, you know, neck rolls. And then there's the lady with, like, the vivisected throat. Yes. That's cool. Um, I was familiar with Pinhead and the Chatterer. I was not familiar with either of, or really anything else. Yeah. Um, and... But I wasn't, I've never seen Hellraiser before. I did not know what it was about. I just have seen those figures it's about Frank. before. <laughs> well, it is about Frank. Um, it is based on a novella. Mm-hmm. So, like, not longer than a short story, but not quite a full length novel mm-hmm. uh, called The Hellbound Heart. Okay. Um, by Clive Barker. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was kind of coming into prominence, he really wanted to make a movie out of his story. What the fuck is it called? Um, I have no idea. It's uh, <laughs> it's about a magician. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> uh, he wanted to make that movie, and they basically were like, nobody's going to let you direct something like this without like a track record, so why don't you take Hellbound Heart? Mm-hmm. It's smaller, you know, horror cells. Uh, it's mostly one location, so you can get, you know, a little bit of money and do it right. Okay, this was only... Only used $1 million. Yeah. That's wild. It's a very low-budget movie. Very. Wow. Uh, New World Pictures, which mm-hmm. is um, kind of a, kind of a, a schlocky, you know, Roger Corman joint, but not quite. Um, I'm going to need a lick of context. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, Roger Corman was a guy who, like, came to prominence in the 50s, kind of making... Um, like drive-in pictures oh, okay and like almost everybody who was huge in the 80s got their start working for roger corman oh shit okay uh because he would just like he was like very 
if you've ever heard him speak, he's like this like very well-to-do, very nice, pleasant gentleman who just made the trashiest trash. You know, I just Googled him, and he looks like a very pleasant man. He's a great guy. Like, I love he looks Roger. like an old man you just want to hug. But he was, he's a guy who's just like all about the business of making money, making trash. Um, so he's like the kind of guy who him. would be like, we, we need to do a few reshoots. You need uh, 30% more breasts for this to be successful. <laughs> so... Um, I, I've like been he's the guy who like made trash, but was in no way titillated by his own titillated. Product. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm gonna go on a record and say that I think most things do require 30 percent more breasts <laughs> yeah. to be successful. Well, that's like not a thing anymore because the internet no. exists, so you don't need to go see a horror movie to see naked <laughs> ladies. <laughs> no, you can go on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's great. God bless the internet. Anyways, actually, maybe not. Are there naked ladies on Twitter? Oh yes. Oh. oh mm-hmm. <laughs> Lots of them. I mean, they can't be on Instagram. They have to have somewhere else to go. I was going to say, you can't show your nips on Instagram, right? No, you absolutely cannot. No female presenting nipples anyways. Mm. Just male presenting nipples. Oh, who wants to see that? Uh, literally nobody. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, Hellraiser. Yes. Uh, it's a story of a man named Frank who's done it all. He's put it everywhere. <laughs> He's bored. He's bored with life. He hears stories of a device that opens a portal to another dimension of higher sensation of greater pleasure and pain <laughs> well too indivisible i mean mm-hmm. okay. whose pleasure whose pain it doesn't matter what's to say uh so i he, just work here he scores this thing uh it's basically a real mean little rubik's cube <laughs> I actually did write, write like some sort of fucked up Rubik's Cube he somewhere in my sol- He solves it. It opens a dimension, a d- dimensional doorway. It lets these beings that worship sensation. Yeah, I wasn't really sure what their whole Cenobites was. Yeah. Lets them in. They capture him and basically just torture him to death. I mean, I, I feel like that's... that, And that's their whole deal, right? Well, so the movie kind of goes there but it also minimizes the Cenobites I feel like because what will happen with Hellraiser as the franchise goes forward Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll talk about it a little bit Okay, none of the sequels are any good I kind of like Hellraiser 3 just because of how trashy it is (laughs) Um, fair it will go into just like direct to DVD fucking hell yikes it's like it's more torturous to watch the movie than anything that happens to anybody in any of the movies oh no but in the but so the Cenobites become literalized like they are demons from hell right eventually as the franchise goes on okay and I think that's dumb and I think that's boring and I think that's reductive well didn't they like say that like they're explicitly not they're not in the story that they come from it's a very Lovecraftian like they are just other yeah because when they're in the like Mm -hmm. uh, hospital or whatever the fuck that we're at with what's her face yeah um Kirsty when she like you know like runs away yeah. from them yeah um no tears please it's a waste of good suffering <laughs> like they some banger lines from Pinhead in this movie like he explicitly says like oh like we're not from hell yeah so I was like wait a minute hell's not real right um but that's what happens to them in these movies so but, it digresses into then they're eventually from yeah, hell yeah it's boring it's stupid oh, okay but like the idea being. That it's not necessarily a be careful what you wish for thing right. that he invites the wrong things in. Because in the story that this is based on, it talks about what Frank experiences when they take him with them. And yeah, because it just shows know, him being like He ripped does apart. get ripped apart. Yeah. But he's also, it talks about him just being like his balls getting emptied. 
Like, he is coming while he's being ripped apart. He gets for him. He gets what he wanted. Yeah. Because in this iterance, it doesn't seem as that. It's very much in this, like, oh, you got tricked. It's about their pleasure. And their pleasure is ripping you apart. But it's much more blurred lines in the story of just, like, well, yeah. Like, (laughs) where's the line drawn? Because there are people who get pleasure from being feeling the physical sensation of pain. Right. So, like, where does one end and one begin? And that's what, like, Clive Barker was fucking with. Uh, okay. In that story. And, and then, that's like, kind of what I was thought was getting at, because I was like, oh, is he, like, into having his, like, ripple- nipples ripped off his body? Yeah. Like, I mean, like... For sure. They're all into it. Yeah, well, obviously. Um, <laughs> Kirstie isn't, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, Kirstie's boring. <laughs> wow. She's a boring character. Um, it's very... It's, so he kind of takes this very interesting mm-hmm. idea and is forced to make sort of a more conventional 80s horror movie out of it. Got it. But it's still, like, pretty extreme. A li- just a little. And it's hard to reconcile now because of, like, you know, I'm an adult. Mm-hmm. But when you're a teenager that's, like, into horror movies, making the leap from, like, Freddy and Jason to Hellraiser is very much like going from like watching MTV's Undressed at 2 o'clock in the morning to watching hardcore pornography. (laughs) Excellent. Like it's very much just like okay we're here now like this is the thing. It actually kind of like reminds me of a conversation that happened at Christmas yesterday. Uh Uh-huh. Yes it is December 26th. Yes as we're recording this. Um, Merry Christmas. Yes. uh, Merry Chrysler Happy Honda Days whatever you celebrate. (laughs) Um, Joyous Kwanzaa. Today actually is Kwanzaa. It is. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going up today, but um, happy belated Kwanzaa. Yeah. Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. Um, and Hanukkah, if that's your thing too. Yeah, that was a while ago though. Yeah, that was like a week and a half ago, but you know. It was the 20, November 28th was the first day of Hanukkah this year. I, oh, wow, early. Yeah. Anyways, um, um, as someone who's very not Jewish, I have literally no idea. Yeah. I'm also not Jewish. But you're more woke, woke than I'll ever be. an anti-Semi like you are. So... <laughs> easy (laughs) um but no so we were sitting at the table with like my mom my grandma and my cousin jackson and uh you have a cousin named jackson yeah and you guys have the same birthday never come up before i've literally brought this up to you more i don't think so yeah because you have to have the same birthday yeah you've never mentioned this oh weird that's the only reason i know when your birthday (laughs) is absolutely never mentioned this (laughs) and what's actually really funny about that too is that there was I, I think one, if not two, other Jacksons born at the same hospital on that on his exact day of birth. Well, oh, sounds like a real plague upon the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking a. <laughs> um, International Women's Day. I know. <laughs> Again, the only reason I know when your birthday is is because, anyways. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> it's all because of you. You're welcome, ladies. <laughs> oh my God, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, we were talking about um when me. So I have a cousin who's like six days younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um. And we basically, well, he's a second cousin, but since we were so close in age, like, we just basically grew up together. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were camping one time, and we were, like, quoting, like, Family Guy or some shit. Yeah. And mind you, we were, like, eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my mom was like, whoa, <laughs> where the fuck are you hearing any of this? <laughs> and then we were like, uh, Family Guy, you dumb bitch. Like, what do you think? <laughs> and then she was like, literally never dumb again. bitch. <laughs> She's like, you're not allowed to watch you that. And I was like. Fucking idiot. And I was like, Mom. bet. I was like, I have a TV in my room and I will watch that at 9 p.m. or whatever the fuck it starts. <laughs> um, but like making the jump from that to like Boondock Saints, which started like an hour and a half later. <laughs> that was my like regression of like, oh, Family Guy's like a little like risque. But then... <laughs> so those other cartoons like, fuck. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. 
Um, that was just, I only thought of that because it happened literally like 24 hours ago. Yeah, no, but, I get it. Yeah, uh, my brain goes wild places. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, as you were. Um, so yeah, he was like, "Let me get, let me get yeah, in this box." Yeah, like, "Oh yeah, I got it. Open this up. Find out what this is about." And then he did. He's immediately ripped to, <laughs> ripped to pieces. <laughs> Um, also, that like fake skin tearing was very funny. Yeah, <laughs> it was no, very the effects wild. Effects are pretty impressive for no, the time and the budget. When I put myself like in that mind frame of like knowing that it only cost a million dollars to make, and I also that... like when they put his face together like like a jigsaw puzzle. Oh, <laughs> like oh my god. Yeah, whatever, like Jello or whatever the fuck that was made out of, like it's a pretty plus. Well, just yeah. plastic, plastic and rubber. Oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we are then introduced to his brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like a little bit of a bitch. A lot uh, of bit of a bitch. His wife hates him. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, I was like, they hate each other. Yeah. Well, she hates him. Well, what we then find out is uh, right before their wedding, uh, she got dicked down by Frank, and nothing was ever that good again. Nope. <laughs> um, Very much like Frank, she is now chasing this sensation, and it's going to destroy her life. <laughs> Well, destroy many lives. Yeah, destroy everything around her. <laughs> many people die because she's trying to get dick down again. Yeah, uh, regardless of, like, how much of that dick is covered by skin. Hey, um, sometimes it just doesn't matter, okay? <laughs> not that I would know. No. no. No, never. No, you've never had sex. Nope, I am celibate. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I love the bit when she's, like, kind of going through the shit upstairs, because, like, they're, like, uh, she's, like, were there fucking squatters here? Because they go into this house that's been, like, yeah. abandoned for, like, the better part of for a decade, a they while, say. there's a cum-stained mattress in the attic. Yeah, and. There's a bunch of weird Polaroids. Yeah, and she's, like, I'm going to save these for later. Yeah, for, she's, like, hmm. <laughs> I was not ready for her to pocket them, because at first she's, like, what the fuck? You're and like, then she's, like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Tucks them in her blazer. Uh, the brother gets uh, cut. Drops a little bit of blood on the floor. Honestly, he was kind of gushing. Yeah. Like, from what seemed like... Well, it's a pretty deep... Like, that nail goes all the way into his hand. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, that reminded me of a time um, when we worked together at that place. Uh-huh. You remember that time I had to get stitches? No. <laughs> so, I was opening up a um, one of those avocado tools. You know, the things that, like, you can pit it and, like, yeah. cut it and, like, whatever. Anyways, it was an absolute waste of seven dollars. Uh-huh. Especially because when I went to like take the, it had those like zip ties like to like keep it to the cardboard thing it was attached to. Mm-hmm. I took a steak knife and like went like up through the uh, zip tie. I it slipped and went right in between my like thumb and pointer finger. Into a web. Yeah. yeah. And Yikes on bikes. It immediately started like gushing blood everywhere. Right. Yeah. Well, also like hands bleed. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. like a lot. Yeah. Um. And my fucking mom calls me, like, literally as it's happening. And I was like, yo, I cannot handle you right now. I'm bleeding. And she was like, what? It's another gentle reminder that we're all just Jenga towers filled with blood. Yes. And some of us more than others. Yeah. I.e. me. Um, and so anyway, I had to go get stitches that day. That was really not fun. Because I was supposed to go to work. And then I, I think you were like, where the fuck are you? And I was like, uh, I'm at the urgent care. Just like, ugh. That's why my arm was in a sling for like, like a, I like a month. I can't on anybody but myself. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, but no, so I was like, oh, like that's like really fucking bleeding. Like yeah. his like nail wound. So he gets a little bit of blood on the floor and you see it gets slurped up. Yeah, I was like, that can't be good. With a great sound effect. <laughs> it was really gross. <laughs> like a real cosmic straw. <laughs> 
Um, and then we see the rebirth of Frank in our dimension. And that's a wild, awesome effect. That was really nuts. And yeah. I really want to know whatever they used to like. It's like a lot that. of puppets. and yeah. yeah. There was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I've said it before this season and I'm going to probably say it again. Uh-huh. Depending especially what we watch next week. Because it's TBD at this point. Yeah. Um, everything's so gooey. Uh-huh. There's oh, a lot yeah. of goo. <laughs> and Frank's a very gooey dude. This is a primo goo picture. A hundred percent. Um, and especially the, like, first, you know, becoming a Frank. Yeah. Very gooey. Well, you see, yeah. <laughs> and then this is, like, the first that I can really think of and what would become a trope that we would see in, like, the mummy, like, the Brendan Fraser mummy, with, like, this husk of a corpse having to, like, consume human bodies and then regenerating. Right. Um, and <laughs> having her forced to, like, go out and pick up sad, lonely dude- dudes at bars. Oh, my God. So that he can eat them. Well, yeah, because, like, he was like, oh, remember that time he said, do you do anything for me? Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, I do. Can you imagine being so down bad for somebody that you want to fuck that you- they're, they're, like, skinless, weird, mummified corpses? Like, you should, you know, uh, pick up some strange at a bar and bring them back. Okay, let me ask you this. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't, I don't like where this is going. So Zach dies, right? Uh-huh. You don't really know what happened, but you mm-hmm. know for a fact he's dead. Mm-hmm. And then one day you go up into the bedroom and, like, Zach's there, but it's just, like, Zach's skeleton with, like, some muscles on it. Right. And he's, like, getting blood everywhere. Uh-huh. And he's like, Jamie, I'm back, but <laughs> I need you to just, like, start swiping right on guys and getting them to come to the house. You know? <laughs> so that I can skin up. <laughs> I can't is say it I a hard, be down. Is it a hard pass? Or are you like, I guess I, I'll do what I have to do. Yeah. I, I mean, to add another layer to this, uh-huh. like I did at the end of the day sign a contract with Zachary uh-huh. <laughs> to love him. I mean, I guess. But it until says death. until death do you part. I know, so but you're like, free and clear. I know. But of like, your legal obligations. <laughs> I know. So we're just talking about. But it feels wrong to like heart. deny him that opportunity <laughs> to live again. So I could get that dick again. <laughs> right. I mean, not that I would know what it's so like. I'm celibate. to be clear. Again, I'm celibate. I have no idea what the dick's like. Right. Right. Or if he even has one. You don't know. Who, who's to know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you have a better chance of knowing than I do. I guess. Again, I, I know what I've heard. <laughs> and what I've seen. I'm uh-huh. just kidding. But, um, no. So, it's not a hard no. Mm-hmm. I'd consider it. Yeah. And, you know. I'm sure it would be a hard decision. Yeah, and I think I would have to, like, you know, be, like, logistically, like, okay, how many dead people, or how many alive people do you need to kill? It does, I'm not clear how many would have been, like, enough, because he kind of... He's not quite there. He kind of cheats at the end. Right. When he steals the brother's skin. Yeah, so... And there were some of those guys that feels like they don't look all the way consumed. No. Which, if I was her, like, I would be mad. Right, like, I went through all this trouble. Yeah. Like, I basically, you know, aided yeah. and abetted you. Yeah, clean, clean your plate. <laughs> yeah. Like, offensive. <laughs> um. Like, didn't your mother teach you anything at the dinner table? Yeah. But, no. So, because, like, there was, what, like, four-ish that, like, were yeah. partially well, There's a consumed? little bit of a montage where you see them, like, all one right after another. Yeah. But then finally when he gets to the brother and he steals the skin, like, he's not really done. He just sort of, like, wears the skin. <laughs> right. Which... We'll get there later. Pretty gnarly. But, like, how did Kirsty not notice that at first? Because it was bad. <laughs> I mean, it's the actor. 
I know. It's but, not like it's not. No, but like the seams were there and bloody. Yeah. Like he was bleeding from the hairline. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the ears are not all the way attached. And then he says, "Come to daddy," which is so upsetting. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Oh, you want to hear something fucked up? Always. Um, my nephew calls a bedroom in my mom's house the daddy, the daddy bedroom nope. or something because my brother's sheets are like on the bed. I hate that. <laughs> and then I heard my mom and my sister refer to it as the daddy room, and I was like, ew. <laughs> I'm unsubscribing from this. <laughs> I fucking hate that. Um, but yeah, but they uh, actually could remake this because I hadn't thought about it. But we are in a, a day and age where this would look good. It's totally acceptable to like just have people via an app come to your house to fuck. No, yeah, without like, ever meeting they could them. Totally modernize this like via Tinder or like Bumble, whoever. Grinder. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it depends who you're looking for, who yeah. you're trying to swipe. J date. Coffee meets bagel. You know, <laughs> farmers only. Hinge. <laughs> How'd you say it with such like disdain? Because I think it's stupid. I think it's They're a, all stupid. I think it's a stupid name. There's nothing wrong with. I know. I. I mean, with Tinder, it's fucking DoorDash for ass. <laughs> No, <laughs> I mean not that I would know. Um, yeah, me either. Apparently, Bumble's awful. I have no idea. <laughs> well, I always thought Bumble was nice because it's entirely female initiated in a heterosexual encounter. So we actually recently asked a friend who's single like how the like, apps work because like we got together right before that was a thing, mm. right? So like I never had to swipe on anybody that's never been a thing. Yeah. Um, Nobody has to swipe on anybody. Well, no, you're right, but but apparently just Bumble just be alone. I guess Bumble nowadays, I don't know if this was always the case, oh. but I guess they, like, every day at, like, noon, uh-huh. they allow you three swipes. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Or three potential matches. Interesting. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've used any of these apps. Um, and, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, you, like, at noon, you get, like, three people that have potentially matched with you, mm-hmm. but that's it. Huh. So, you can't potentially speak to anyone other than those three people. Yeah. And then you have to wait until the next day at noon to get three more people. Oh, they're trying to, like, limit just the... Yeah, I think they're trying to get that, you know, like, you know, paid, you know, app thing, like, for, like, Bumble Plus or whatever the fuck. Because oh. I'm sure if you paid the $3 a month that you get, like, unlimited matches or whatever. Mm. I don't really know. That seems shitty. Yeah, but, you know, everyone's going to get their coin, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, apparently Bumble is not the business. And apparently Bumble BFF also sucks. I've never heard of that. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like Bumble, uh-huh. but you search for friends. <laughs> huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um... I mean, I guess. You can just go to, like, chat rooms or chat rooms. You can just go to... <laughs> say, how fucking old are we? <laughs> just go make friends on Reddit. Yeah, like, literally anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got one of my best friends on Facebook. <laughs> Zach, I have good news for you. If, you. if you died, but could come back through, like, consuming other human beings, Jamie would be complicit in that. Aww. Thank you. You're welcome. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Um, I said potentially complicit. Let's not. I, I didn't... Yeah, she didn't say definitely. Yes. Oh. Well, then I potentially so you, love you. You should know that. <laughs> We're too to play this game. <laughs> what about the other way around? Would you expect Zach to? Absolutely not. Oh, really? No. <laughs> I'll board that plan then. <laughs> <laughs> I have some restraints to return. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Please don't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, hold on to those. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hit return yet. <laughs> well, these ones aren't fuzzy. Oh, only so only what? pink fuzzy ones. Yeah, come on. I'll get, I'll get Do you even store. know me? <laughs> I'll get a store credit. <laughs> okay, excellent. <laughs> um. Anyways, where so, were we? So <laughs> yeah. 
Um, oh, yeah, so, yeah, and this could totally be remade nowadays in, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, it would just be about whatever the, the app- horrors of Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> Terror and, of Tinder. Honestly, that should be its own horror movie. I, it's gotta be, right? How could it not be at this point? I don't know. <laughs> um, it's gotta be fantastic. It's gotta be that the threat is so implied already that there's no, there's nothing to say about it. Like, everybody who used it is like, yeah, we are kind of taking our life into our hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, not so much taking life into our hands, but since it's... Tis the season. Uh-huh. Um, there's a really cute... Well, okay. I mean, he's cute with the salt. Um, Netflix movie called Love Hard. Uh-huh. Um, that's about someone that, like, met on a dating app, and they got catfished. Uh-huh. Um, like, they flew across the country to meet their... That's like, on them. ...boo thing, and then they... Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Um, but... Uh, but the movie... Like I said, I think the movie's kind of cute. It's a little bit, like, cringy that, like, they end up... Because, like, you know, like, spoilers for, a you know silly Christmas movie on Netflix mm-hmm. uh, they, the catfish and like the girl end up falling in love huh <clears throat> um, but the reason I'm bringing this up is one because of like you know a movie where there's like swiping involved but two <laughs> there's a really good remake of Baby It's Cold Outside that's not rapey um, is there an original Baby It's Cold Outside are you talking about the song the song yeah uh, like a cover yes okay sorry whatever <laughs> I was like, is there a movie called Baby It's Cold Outside <laughs> I mean it's probably based on the song <laughs> Most likely. Yeah. Is it the cover of uh, Lady Gaga and Joseph Gordon-Levitt? But it's like her in the aggressor. Oh my god! Role? Have you heard that? No. <laughs> I'm gonna check that out later. <laughs> um, I will say though, another Lady Gaga Christmas song that is underrated is called "Christmas Tree," uh-huh. and it is 100% only about eating pussy, and it's great. Sick. Yep. Um, Good for her. <laughs> yep. <laughs> But um, no, so Love Hard, like I said, it's cute. It's like I said, like the you know premise of falling in love with your catfish is a little bit, you know, whatever. Yeah, give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> you flew all the way out of here. <laughs> um, I guess it's cute though. Um, I will say a really cute Netflix Christmas movie. While I'm on the subject, is Single All the Way. Um, it's a like gay rom com. It's very cute. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, hey, don't knock it until you try it. It's adorable, and I'm really glad that I watched it. <laughs> And I'll never knock it, because I'm never going to watch it. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's my soapbox for the day of uh, cute Christmas movies on Netflix. <laughs> I can I haven't even seen them, but I can guarantee it's probably better than The Princess Switch, or any of its sequels. Um, How many Princess Switches? There's like three or four of them. Okay. That's and, the one with Vanessa Hudgens. And they all have Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> I like that she's, like, found herself in this similar vein as, like, the Olsen twins, but she, she didn't have to be born with a twin to do it. <laughs> no. Good for her. Hey, make again, make that coin. Yeah. Um, anyways. Good for you, Vanessa. <laughs> Good for fucking you. If they're not making any more high school musicals, I guess this is it. No, they just have that high school musical, the series, I guess. Yeah. Which... She was in that, um... The Netflix movie I was telling you and Zach about in the other podcast. Oh, that, like, uh, documentary thing? Yeah. Well, it's not a documentary. Or, it's a drama it's biopic a biopic thing. yeah yeah that's what i meant but I, not what i said she's a good singer she's a good singer um honestly probably one of the better singers on high school musical probably yeah yeah like i think she's only with the like, actual i don't think i've ever i've seen a high school musical i just know of them you're not missing out on anything <laughs> um can what's his name sing 
Zach Efron? Yeah. Yes. Is he singing them? Okay. Yeah, and he actually, and like, that's him in The Greatest Showman. That's actually his voice, too. I've never seen The Greatest Me Showman. Me either, but I've heard like a couple <laughs> of songs from it, like just like in passing. And I know people talk about how like great it is. I'm like, I'm not going to watch that. No. Um, but like, no, he he actually has a pretty decent voice, too. Uh-huh. Um, I would say that High School Musical, and probably all of them, just because it's Disney, is like very auto tuned. Uh-huh. And also because they're all like, you know, 18 and yeah. like, you know, still things are happening with their voices. Um, Do you think Ted Bundy was a good singer? I mean, probably. <laughs> probably one of the many re- ways he got the, got the bitches in the first place. I would think so. Um, other than the fake broken legs and shit. Um, anyways. Serenades, though. <laughs> yeah, all, alternate universe, Ted Bundy was serenading everybody. <laughs> oh, man. They should have done that movie as a musical once they got Zach Efron to sign on. Honestly, they could probably reuse some of the High School Musical songs. Lily Collins probably sings, right? I don't know. <laughs> Her dad is Phil Collins. <laughs> where, is, uh, where do they use Gotta Keep Your Head in the Game? Yeah, I was going to say, Head in the Game is definitely while well, he's killing people. <laughs> the head can turn into basketball. They, yeah. yeah, they recontextualize it. It's called Her Head in a Frame. <laughs> and they just keep bet on it as like him while he's like uh, being his own lawyer while he's like, going on trial. <laughs> Remember everybody, Bet on me. do not try to represent yourself in court, even if you are a lawyer. Yep. Don't, don't, it's ne- a terrible idea. Never do it. Um, anyways. God damn it. Where were we? <laughs> what were we even talking about? <laughs> Hellraiser. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, where where were we? <laughs> um, doesn't matter. Um, okay. Oh, yeah, so she's bringing all these dudes home so that he can, like, suck the life out of them, question mark? Yeah. Um, she, like, maims them, like, hits them in the fucking face with a hammer. With a hammer, yeah. <laughs> And then he just goes and clamps on the back of their neck and sucks them dry. <laughs> I had a nickel. Um, oh. But, yeah, so he like, gradually gets more and more human-like. Yeah, he gets more meat on his bones. <laughs> um, still still bloody, still gooey. You know what my favorite scene in this is? Just what? from, like, a horror perspective. And it's so underplayed, you don't really think about it. Hmm. But there's a scene in this movie where she is, like almost about to have sex with her husband Mm -hmm. and Frank is in the closet (laughs) watching and just the idea of like you having sex with somebody while your undead former lover is watching from the closet I was just like oh god damn it you know actually that's the life that I want um in this you know alternate reality we've drawn where Zach is undead resurrected Zach yeah I want him to be like peeking through the closet and seeing like what I'm up to. Seeing you like you just want me like jerk it in the closet with my half meat. Yeah. Yeah, correct. And you're like, this is your chance to hook up with girls. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly that. I see. Um anyways. But so then um what's your face gets involved, like actually like like Kirsty like sees Yeah, yeah, she sees these men or a man going into the house and she's like, what the fuck? Like I knew that bitch couldn't be trusted. Which, you know, Julia didn't strike me as the kind that could be stru- trusted from the get-go. Yeah. Um, especially because her accent sucked. <laughs> she is British. I know, but, like, the accent, like, definitely waned a few parts, and, like, it didn't sound great. That's like, her natural accent. That's the no, actress's like, natural really? accent. Really? Yes. It did not sound good. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what you're talking no, about. No, because, like, it sounded like someone, it sounded like her trying to do, like, a weird thing, and it wasn't right. I don't know if she was, like, trying to sound more Americanized. Uh, I don't know because like there's a couple parts that seemed like it like the accent like cracked and it was like weird I don't know I don't know, know. I don't like, know what you're talking about I don't either apparently <laughs> but when do I um 
But she's like, fuck this bitch. And so she goes up there, and then she ends up seeing too much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, my God, Uncle Frank. She's like, I'm taking the stupid Rubik's Cube, and I'm leaving. <laughs> and then she does. Fuck you. She goes to a hospital. <laughs> well, because she, like, passes she, out. She, like, collapses, right? yeah. Because yeah. she goes through a whole lot in that attic. <laughs> she does go through a whole lot in the attic. Like, I mean, to be fair. My if skinless uncle tried to fuck me, Maury. <laughs> And somehow he's still not the father. Because <laughs> <laughs> his balls haven't regrown yet. No. Again, half meat. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, so she's like, yeah, like, uh, whatever. And uh, people at the hospital are like, yeah, you They're know. Like, do okay, you... we're keeping you for observation. Um, here's your box back. <laughs> right, here you go. Don't solve it. Yeah. But then she does. Like a big dum-dum. And then she unleashes the beasts. All of the beasts. Yeah. And then that's when they kind of, like, go through their whole, like, spiel about who they are and what, like, their purpose is yeah. or whatever. Well, I like that they kind of have rules and they're not, like, unreasonable. No. Like, she was like... She's like, I didn't, I'm not really into this. I didn't know what this was. <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, consent is important where we come from, so... <laughs> I was like, this is, like, strangely woke for the late, late 80s. <laughs> yeah. because <laughs> yeah, she's like, hey, look, you don't want me. You want my shitty weird uncle. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're like, oh, Frank, huh? The one that got away. Well, and then they're like, he didn't escape. Yeah. And then she's like, no, but he did. And they're like, mm, we don't really believe you, but like, we'll follow you yeah, home. Yeah, I'm curious to see what's going on here. But if you're lying, <laughs> you will have the same fate. You will tear your soul apart. Which honestly, you know. Yeah, sounds sexy. It does. And, you know, you know, Frank was not, not into it initially until he died. He loved it. Yeah. Loved he, every second of it. He did. Even at the end, when they've got the hooks in him again, he's, like, licking his lips. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> sir? <laughs> like, you're about to go through this twice. <laughs> and you're like, nah, that wasn't so bad the first time, was it? <laughs> kind of like it now. Um, Just got to ease it in. It hurts at first. Jesus, fuck. Um, so, yeah, she brings them home. And uh, she, well, she doesn't bring them home yet. She goes home, and she sees her dad. And she's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, you're fine. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, how do you not see that, like, he has visible seams? <laughs> visible gooey seams. I don't know if you would just assume that, though. It's, it's a big it's a big leap. I, I saw very visible seams. I like to think that, like, I, I, I'm i oblivious to a lot of things. If you went home and your dad had, like, scars that he didn't have before, you wouldn't assume, like, oh, this is somebody else wearing my dad's skin. First of all... He was actively, like, bleeding or having, like, blood coming out of the back of his neck. Yeah. <laughs> like, that would be a tip-off for me. I don't think you would make that. A, <laughs> I don't think you would make that leap. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Again, I like to think of myself as slightly more observant than that. Okay. I'm not saying I am. I'd like to think of myself as okay. that. Let's be clear. Um, but, um, and, again, he's like, oh, yeah, daddy's here. Yeah. Uh, daddy. No, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that's when she starts, like, realizing, oh, this might not be quite right. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and then the, the creep, I don't remember what the creepy people called again. Cenobites. Thank you. I'm, I'm never going to remember that. <laughs> it means monk. Like, it's a... Oh. Yeah. The more you fucking know. And my religion is, you know, flesh. <laughs> Find a nickel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then they come back and they're like, you're not supposed to be alive, sir. Yeah, they're like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> And you're certainly not supposed to be having skin. Yeah, we had a deal. <laughs> so they can... I forget who does it. I think it is Kirsty who, like, shoves her fingers through his cheek. Yeah. <laughs> that 
Skin Stuff gets me. I don't know why. It's, it's oh, this always... is the right movie for you, though. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, skin Stuff gets me. Um, and that was the other thing about, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre that, like, gets me every time. Oof. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Um, Talk about another movie with terrible sequel. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. Um, I do like Texas Chainsaw, too, though. I haven't seen that one. That one's crazy. Um, it's it's bananas. So, I, I have a question. Hmm. Um, and I don't know if there's a real answer to this. Okay. So, what is a Hellraiser? Is that the Frank person... Frank is the Hellraiser. Okay, is it because he had the box? Or is it because... Because so... he was like a Hellraiser in life. Like, he was a guy that was like... Oh, okay. So, causing trouble. So, I just assumed that like either the box was that or like the person controlling the box was that like because yeah. they were like actively raising a hellacious thing no the hellraiser is frank okay got it thank you question answer he, his heart <laughs> is the hellbound heart as the original uh, story was titled copy that yeah. okay that makes a lot more sense interestingly enough mm-hmm. they so they they wouldn't let him call this movie the hellbound heart they're like it sounds like a, like a romance novel or something um so call it something else okay. and they decided on hellraiser there's a DC Comics character, John Constantine. Mm-hmm. That comic book is entitled Hellblazer. <laughs> no, and it, it is so titled because this movie came out, and they're like, well, I guess we can't call it Hellraiser, so call it something else. Stop. Yeah. Does he wear a blazer? No. That's unfortunate. No, he wears like a trench coat. Oh. They made a movie out of it with Keanu Reeves in like 2005. Gotta Google that now. Yeah. Um, Which it's it's an okay movie, but it's weird because like John Constantine's supposed to be British. Mm. Um, supposed to kind of look like Sting. That's the way he's drawn. Oh yeah, okay, I see that. Yeah, he, look, yeah, he looks remarkably like Sting. <laughs> yeah. But then they're like Keanu. Yeah. And the world said fine. <laughs> he's a baby in this movie. I mean, at least at least he looks like a baby. It was like yeah, two thousand five. So it's just. I mean, I don't know. I feel like he's, like, aged dramatically in the last, like, 15 years. <laughs> I think he doesn't look his age, but he looks different than when he was younger. <laughs> That's a great description. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually... Like, he looks young, but he doesn't look the same. And there's a lot of people that are like, oh, he has an age. I'm like, he very clearly has. No. I don't think he looks old. No, but you're right. He looks like a different human. Yeah, he looks great for his age. Yeah. Like, good for him. I, I, I want to know what skincare he uses, honestly. Yeah. Um, and hair products. His hair is great. Yeah, he has awesome hair. Um, That's what happens when you break out of the Matrix. Is that what happens? Yeah, when you see the truth. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, Excellent. I think it's just money, honestly. (laughs) No, 100%. No, um, you can really and truly buy any and all the beauty things that you want when you're rich. Mm -hmm. um, And never age. Just bathe in stem cells. (laughs) I mean, how do you think J-Lo looks that good? (laughs) Rolling around in fetuses. Yeah. Aborted fetuses. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I would not would not put that past her. Ben Affleck sharing an aborted fetus, like yeah. a lady in the tramp situation. No, I think that's exactly what they do at night. <laughs> <laughs> like you're laughing, I I mean it. <laughs> I, I, Allegedly, sorry, it's right. just what I heard. Hey, you know, page six never lies. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm not saying for sure, but you know, no, absolutely re- not. Allegedly, um, Christ. <laughs> Um, anyways, so she, uh, then, uh, puts all the cenobites back in the box. Yeah. Um, after they tear, uh, yeah. Uncle Frank back like into bits. the house is on fire and falling apart. There's, like, a Muppet dragon skeleton. Yeah, I was like, what the I fuck is this? I've never understood. Okay, great. I was I don't know how to deal with the homeless guy either. Yeah, because at the end, they, like, go to, like, the graveyard or whatever, and then 
he like gets lit on fire and then becomes the skeleton of that thing. Yeah, he goes in to like pick up the box. Yeah, he's like on fire. I don't know what that means. It's like Marvel style world building. He was trying to, you know, set something up. I don't know what it was. But so it never pays off. Later? Not really. No. Huh. The sequel is set in like a mental institution uh-huh. with like a doctor who wants to find out what's going on, and th- then it's set primarily in hell. Okay. And then there's a third one that's tangentially related about like a, a reporter trying to get like her big story mm-hmm. who like stumbles upon this box, and oh no, like a club owner, <laughs> and then Pinhead shows up. Honestly, yeah, that seems like the kind of place you'd show up though. That movie is pretty. It's pretty bad, but it's pretty fun, as well. Um, Might check it out. It's. Pretty awesome because there's a uh, they shot it in North Carolina uh-huh. um, with like you know a crew from the area so they're you know kind of conservative kind of religious right oh, uh, no. oh no and there's a scene in that movie where there's like a perverted mass with like Pinhead forcing a priest to eat of his body and drink of his blood <laughs> and like most of the crew quit oh no yeah I love that <laughs> oh no yeah. Copy that's that. Yeah. Also, probably my favorite pin headline comes from that movie where mm-hmm. he <laughs> forget what the prompt is, but he like looks at the person and goes, "Do I look like, Do I look like somebody who cares what God thinks?" Um, I'm like, pretty good. In a word, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, my only context for like any of anything of this movie was mm-hmm. so I follow this like special effects makeup artist um, on like Instagram and YouTube, uh-huh. and she like. Obviously, like, Halloween time is, like, her bread and butter. Like, that's probably when she absolutely makes the most money. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's done a lot of different uh, Cenobite, like, SFX things. Yeah. Um, and they're very good. I'm sure, yeah. Um, so that's the only reason I know even a lick of anything yeah. about any of these. Yeah. That was my only context. Yeah. So then, yeah, after the third one, there's uh, Hellraiser 4, mm-hmm. where uh, Pinhead's in space for a little bit. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Uh, it's set in three different uh, temporalities. Uh-huh. So you see, like, the origin of the box in, like, 17th century France. Uh-huh. And then you see, like, a modern-day story. And then you see a story in the future where they're on a space station. What the fuck? Uh, and um, Adam Scott is in that movie. No. <laughs> Correct. Very much in the vein of Paul Rudd being in Halloween 6, Adam Scott. I was going to say, literally, why? Hellraiser 4. <laughs> Is that, like, his, like, one of the first shits he ever did? Or, yes. like, okay. He's, like, a baby in it. And at one point, he's got, like, this wig, because it's the 17th century France, and he looks like Dave Mustaine. Hold on. But. I'm, I'm Googling this, just because I, I need, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. That's, that wig is wild. And then that one, I think, had a theatrical release. Uh-huh. And then for the rest of Hellraiser's 20-year uh, history after that, it's all direct to DVD. Oh, no. Just trash. Like, it's all terrible. Like, real bad? Real bad. So boring and so stupid and so bad. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But I'm sure it still made oodles of cash. Not really. Oh, really? I think they only make them at, like, the bare minimum budget so they can hold on to the right, like, the the licensing rights. That's wild. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I hate that. It sucks. I'm sorry. I'm, they should I'm, do, like, a real remake of Hellraiser and, like, do it correctly, but I don't know that that's ever going to happen. No, but, again, I, I think in this, you know, modern time, it would be very easy to do, mm-hmm. and I, I think someone should do it. I'd love to see it. I love the story. Mm-hmm. No, like, on paper, it's great. Yeah. And, like, I don't, like, you know. I love this movie. This movie is awesome. 
yeah, like, for me, it kind of, like, hit somewhere in the middle. Like, it was, like, pretty good, but, like, you know, meh. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely not as, like, weird as some of the other things we've seen this season. <laughs> not that I'm going to get into, like, a ranking now. The we're degree not that you and Zach were triggered by uh, From Beyond still really tickles me. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are triggered. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, anyways, do you have anything else to add? Um, no, just that, like, this movie is great. If you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth your time if you're curious. No, I think it was. Some of the crazy shit that we've talked about. Um, also, um, they made a, like, so at the very beginning, like, when they first walk into the house, like, Julia makes a comment about how the house, like, smells damp and just, like, feels, like, damp and, like, gross. Yeah. Um, my first note was, because, like, they have, like, the, they show basically the background of, like, Frank getting torn apart the first time. Yeah. And I was like... That place has got to smell so bad. Uh-huh. Like, so bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyways, that was... That's always, like, weird shit I think about. It's just, like, how, how's that place got to, like, smell? Oh, no. Yeah. Um, but, so what are we... What, what have you decided we're watching next week? Or have you decided what we're watching next week? Uh-huh. <laughs> the ball's in your court, my dude. <laughs> uh, so we're continuing to the year 1988. Mm-hmm. My birth year. <laughs> oh, 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 extra, extra stakes. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna be watching a remake mm-hmm. uh, of a movie from the fifties, mm-hmm. so we can talk about eighties uh, remake culture a little bit. Okay. Uh, we're gonna be watching 1988's *The Blob*, directed by Chuck Russell, written by Frank Darabont, the writing and directing team that brought us *Nightmare on Elm Street* three. Excellent. After this, Chuck Russell will go on to make *The Mask*, the Jim oh, Carrey movie. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just because I'm going to preemptively check right now, just for my own edification, you can only buy or rent this one also. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, wherever wherever you like to buy things or yeah. rent things. The Blob. The Blob. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, next week, we'll, or maybe maybe two weeks from now, I'm not sure when we're recording next. So Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. At some point or another, you will hear about The Blob. Yeah. Thank you, next. And goodbye. Bye. Bye.